Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, we're on the road of the Holy Spirit. We are on week six of this beautiful journey to Pentecost. And I don't know about you, but I have been talking and praying to the Holy Spirit a lot. But I've kind of left someone in the dirt, in the dust, way behind me. Many, many, many miles or kilometers for those of you in in that measurement world. Way behind me. And it hit me like a ton of bricks this weekend. It's Mary. It's Mary. I've had a very rough road to Mary. I've talked to you all about this quite a bit. A super rough road. I didn't really understand her role in the church. I looked at people that had this wonderful devotion to her and I just didn't have it. I didn't feel it. And she healed me. And I still didn't really pray to her or go to her. And this weekend, being Mother's Day, in America. I don't know if that was around the globe. And we, in my church, during Mass on Sunday, we crowned Mary in the month of May. And it hit me deeply because I've consecrated myself to Mary eight times. I've consecrated my exterior goods to the Mediatrix of Grace. Who is Mary in the church? Mary is not someone that we worship. We worship the Trinity, the one and only threesome, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That, my friends, is God. That is who the Catholic Church worships. But Mary is a big old part of that. Mary was immaculately conceived. Those are two big words. (laughs) When I heard them in the beginning of my journey, I was like, what the, what's that? I thought the immaculate conception was Mary being pregnant with Jesus. No, it was Mary's birth. When her parents gave birth and conceived her, God gave her the grace to not sin. She still needed a savior. Which is why in, in the Bible, she says, you know, I rejoice in the Lord, my Savior. She's not God. 
But God gave her the grace of not sinning. That was a grace. She still needed saving, and God did it in a big way with her. Why? Because he needed the most pristine vessel to give birth to the most pure, perfect being, Jesus. He could have picked a Mary Magdalene who, you know, had seven demons cast out of her, but he wanted purity, an immaculate conception, an immaculate heart. That's why we call Mary the immaculate heart of Mary. Pure, sinless, by the grace of God, not on her own. She needed a savior. And then when she was assumed into heaven, meaning her body is nowhere on this earth, why wouldn't God assume her into heaven, body and soul? Why wouldn't Jesus want his mother there, who he walked on this earth every day, who she was in the shadows? There's not very many words about Mary. If anything, Mary contemplated a lot in her heart. It was all about her son, and her only role is to bring everyone to her son's sacred heart for salvation. But God, in the Catholic Church, we teach that God gave Mary the beautiful gift of divvying out grace with Jesus, which is honestly what I received myself, this beautiful gift from Mary because I was consecrating myself to her. The first time I did it, I was six months into my journey. I didn't even still know what <laughs> this Catholic thing was all about. All I did was pick up a book, 33 Days to Morning Glory by Father Michael Gately. And boom, I was going through this 33-day prayer thing. I wasn't even sure what it meant to consecrate myself to Mary. All I grasped out of that book was this. Mary is the fastest way to Jesus. I used to think about Mary, think about the long line of people, if you're thinking about prayer being a line, and how many millions of people are praying to Jesus, praying to the Father. And Mary sits on the right side of Jesus. So she's sitting up there. I don't want to stand in that line. I want to go in Mary's line. And then Mary will take my request to Jesus. And she's going to make it a lot better than my request. She's going to put it on a gold platter. She's going to maybe serve a nice little glass of wine, maybe some grapes and some fruit. Not grapes and fruit, grapes and cheese. <laughs> you know, put this you know, beautiful presentation to her son. It's going to be a lot different than me coming up there with my paper plate crackers and cheese whiz <laughs> cheese in a can you know like mary can get to her son he doesn't deny her the first miracle jesus actually performed was because mary asked him to do it they have no wine and then she looked at the servants which is the basic thing that she tells us as slaves and servants out here. Do whatever he tells you. 
She is not the one. Jesus is the one. But Jesus knew at that moment, that was when his ministry started. And it started because Mary asked him. And he could not deny his mother that that request. And so it all began. And I've realized over this weekend with Mother's Day and everything, how I have ignored Mary. And I had a beautiful weekend of Mary. A beautiful time and conversation with my mom. Praise God, she's still here with me. And now I'm going to speak with Mary more. I know lots of you who are listening have a beautiful devotion to Mary. And you probably speak to her all the time. I myself am definitely adding her in a strong way in my prayers, but also throughout the day because I used to pray. I used to say, Mary, take my left hand. And Holy Spirit, take my right. I mean, you think about these two. What a power house. Talk about a beautiful marriage between Mary and the Holy Spirit, who together created Jesus. I, I just think, wow, what a powerhouse to have walking with me. Of course, Jesus is always there. God the Father is always there. So who may you who might you be ignoring? Maybe it's a saint that you had great devotion to. What was something that was comforting and helpful on your spiritual walk before that you don't do today? And another one is praying the rosary. Truth be told, sometimes I wing it, right? I just say it. (laughs) I'm not really contemplating on it. And sometimes I don't do it at all, especially during those times when I was on the road with my husband 24-7, in and out of hotels and cars. And shame on me, I should have. He knows I pray it every day, but I didn't. Every day. Sometimes I did when I was getting ready. Other times I didn't. So let's take a a look. Let's take stock of our prayer life. Let's take stock of what's going on and see what we may need to add or replace. What I don't want people to do is feel like they have 25 boxes of prayer stuff to check and this, this walk becomes a job. That's not how it's supposed to work. This walk is all about love. And if we start looking at prayer as a beautiful opportunity to love God, to love Mary, to love the heavenly angels and saints who are here to help us on this crazy walk on this earth, I don't know about you, but it is getting tough. It is getting tough out there. And I am diving more into prayer for the world, for truth to be shown, 
for families to be healed. Because I know there is so much division out there. That is what the devil does. Diablo means to divide. Diablo is devil. That's his job. To divide us and to test our faith. And there's some crazy stuff out there, people. You all need to discern. You need to pray. What does that mean? Here's how you do it. Simply, before you read something, before you watch something, call on the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Open my eyes to the truth and cast out any lies and deceit. Make it clear. I even say this because I'm pretty stupid. (laughs) I need a whack on the head. I need a gut feeling. I need something to say, no, I'm walking away from this. Or yes, I'm going to look into this a little bit more and continue to pray through it. That's the only way. And then trust that God's got this plan. Be kind but be truthful. I don't know about you, but I have this desire to just shake people awake. And some people are in such a deep sleep. I need to remember that maybe, just maybe, it's not me that's going to awaken them. And in most cases, with people that are close to me, it's probably not me. Just like with faith and bringing people to Jesus. As much as we desperately want our friends, our family, to find this beautiful peace and this love and this joy, the sacramental graces of the church, sometimes it's not us. We just got to love them but still be firm in truth. And again, this is where the Holy Spirit, and now for me, Mary, because that mediatrix of grace, she sits there right with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and they work together. I've been diving into Father Ripperger. Love that exorcist priest. No mincing of words with that guy. And he says, Every time he brings Mary into an exorcism, the demons cannot stand it. They hate her. And they say, wherever Mary is, Jesus is. That's what I'm talking about. And that was a beautiful moment of enlightenment from God. And I thank the Holy Spirit for putting that in my heart. And I, my prayer this morning was just amazing. And it was, there were two prayers that I prayed specific to Mary, to have Mary deal with any oppression that's going on in my life, and also to re-consecrate myself to Mary We're in a battle, everyone. 
We need the heavenly army. And lots of people just pray to Jesus. And you're just missing out on all the beautiful help that we have in this Catholic Church. We're not worshiping anyone other than the Trinity. We're just asking for help, for intercession, for additional prayers. Because there's much more stuff that can be done up in heaven than there can be down here on earth. So let's call on the entire heavenly army, the holy angels, the saints, your guardian angel. That's another one that I've been ignoring. Let's do it. Let's look and see what are we, what are we leaving out? Because we, (laughs) we need a full, a full, what do they call it? Holster. I'll just go with the gun. We need a full thing of bullets in our gun. Whatever that. <laughs> I'm losing it here. What is that thing where where all the bullets go in? The chamber? I don't know. But we need it full. Not just one. It's not a smart way to fight. Alrighty, everyone. Reflect. What do you need to add? What's missing? Are you using the full heavenly army in your spiritual battle. Maybe it's St. Joseph. Sorry, that just came into my mind because when I think about St. Joseph too, when I consecrated myself to him last year, I was praying to him a lot and I haven't been praying to him either. So look at what we have here. So many ways for help. I love you all. Call on the army your guardian angel too. Have a blessed and powerful day. Talk to you tomorrow.